everybody, this is Will, and I'm here with Karis, and uh, because of all of the CES talk we had in the big one, we wanted to really dive in more into the the weird and the wonderful and the wacky gadgets, uh, some of the most bizarre stuff that's debuting at CES, and in full disclosure, I thought this was going to take me a really long time. Uh, in fact, I, I wanted to play a real or fake, where I gave you a couple real gadgets and I made up a couple fake gadgets. But it was so easy to find crazy stuff that it would have done you, the listener, an injustice to make up anything. Because everything that uh, we found that was weird and wacky at CES, it, you, you're like, it, is this actually real? And then this all started because every year during the Consumer Electronics Show CES, we get flooded, our inboxes yes. flooded with pitches with every type of hardware that's coming out, whether it's related to Chicago or not. People, this is like a huge time for the tech PR to get their products in front of journalists' eyes. And so that's usually when we see this influx of like super weird things. You know, I remember earlier this week, I've gotten pitches for a smart oven knob, uh, which basically will tell you if uh, your you've, your oven is has been turned off, um, or you know if data analytics regarding uh, your oven usage, as well as a smart curtain, yep. um, which is actually I th- I thought it would have been more about like a heating thing, but it's actually for uh, privacy and security reasons. So you know making sure that you've got kind of that guard up there. So uh, we were like, how weird is and this going to get? They're all real. That's the thing that blows my mind. Is again like. Even even if I tried to come up with the silliest things that quote unquote may be at CES, they wouldn't be nearly as funny or interesting or nuts as the actual stuff that's there. For example, and we're going to go through some of our favorites, uh, if you are driving, pull over because these are ridiculous. Uh, I had to kind of walk around my computer for a bit. The first one is the Kerastasi Hair Coach, which is a smart hairbrush because just brushing your hair is so hard. So here is the description of the smart hairbrush. Uh, The app-connected brush is equipped with multiple sensors that provide information on the quality of hair and brushing patterns. It features a microphone that listens to the sound of hair brushing in order to identify patterns that can give insights into manageability, frizziness, dryness, split ends, and breakage. That is the Kerastasi Hair Coach with a microphone to listen to your head brush. Yeah, so basically all of those uh, shampoo brands that yeah. just tell you about how terrible your hair is, now you have a smart brush that will also tell you how terrible your hair is uh, with data analytics. And what's funny is that one's gotten a ton of press of, of a lot of these kind of weird and wacky ones. It was the smart brush that even for like the gadget bloggers at CES seemed like a bridge too far for them. <laughs> that was the one that were like, all right, come on, we might be getting a little insane. Um, but it, it gets a little more ridiculous. The other, uh, the smart scarf sounds silly, but actually kind of cool. Uh, I heard smart scarf and I just kind of tossed my hands up, but it's aimed at cyclists in the wear anti-pollution scarf with a built-in filtration mask, and it claims to protect the wearer from the main toxic components of air pollution in the city. So the scarf continuously measures the quality of ambient air and sends a notification to the wearer's smartphone when they enter a polluted area, prompting them to use the scarf to cover their nose and mouth. Now, I would suggest if you're dry, if you're biking around with a scarf, you're going to know if it's polluted or not, but that's probably not the case uh you you know it's not like smog smells right away if you're driving through an area and it's clear you're in pollution 
then you probably shouldn't be biking there. Most pollution is undetectable. That's the point. So this is kind of an interesting way to say, hey, put the scarf over your face. This is more so for developing countries than the United States I was reading. But I, I kind of bought into it beyond the surface level smart scarf. Um, I think if you're living in a city, <laughs> the air is polluted, you know, it's yeah. like, that's just what you kind of got to deal with in terms of like certain areas, you know, being more polluted than others. You know, I've lived in India, like talk about like, and literally I'd walk past burning trash every day. Probably didn't it need a would scarf. Not, yeah, I, did, I really didn't need a scarf to tell me this. And then also if, yeah, if air pollution is bad, it's going to be bad throughout the entire city. If you're biking, that means you're doing something to work against the yeah. terrible impacts of, uh, pollution i would recommend just moving to the countryside if you'd like to avoid air pollution um instead of you know maybe paying out this i would also say this is a surgical mask the, the just, it's a surgical, a surgical mask. mask the one like data element to it that that might be interesting is the fact that it can uh it, it will be able to show you the 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 cleaner paths to take so one, that's something that should be just crowdsourced and available anyways. You yes. shouldn't have to buy a smart scarf to access that. But if it tracks and you says, oh, this path, then the others takes you through less. Pl-. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to talk myself into it, but even saying it out loud, which gets me into um, an even better one. This this is the Spinali, the, the Spinali shorts. So the Spinali shorts are uh, smart shorts, believe it or not. Uh, they contain... T- I can't even get through this one. It contains two vibrating sensors on the belt, which connect to the wearer's smartphone via Bluetooth, and it helps them navigate through urban environments by buzzing when they need to turn left or right. So you got your smart shorts. You don't have to take out your phone, look at the map. It just buzzes when you turn left, buzzes when you turn right. Those are the Spinali shorts, smart shorts. Yeah, I mean... I could see it working. Uh, yeah, don't know where I'm going. You know, I want a little air of mystery to my day. I don't know. I get to an intersection. Will I be turning right or left? Who knows? My shorts do. I thank you, Spinelli. Thanks, Mar Shorts. These are, we'll get through some of these other ones quicker, but this kind of goes to a bigger trend we were talking about earlier in that it's not like we are creating smartness. This is like, this the level of smarts that the scarf the hairbrush the shorts are providing is already within us it's just allowing us to not be smart about it right so basically we can know where we're going yes. that's a thing that we can look at a map we can figure it out i could i can generally feel my hair and say wow this isn't healthy i need to do something to figure it out so what the connected devices do is basically they remind us uh, kind of how dumb we are and how not willing we are to just learn something. To me, a truly smart device is something that adds insight beyond what you could provide. Uh, the Google Nest device that tells you uh, it senses the heat and it can adjust it based on the sun. Yes, you could feel the room getting hotter, but it does that automatically. Things that you know make you shut your brain off because oh i got a gadget to do it for me i don't like i hate calling those smart i almost just want to call them like the lazy toasters or lazy ovens or lazy curtains like these aren't smart they're just forcing you to not be smart um so, which brings me to one i actually think is a good smart blank is the smart cane 
this is created by the French company Dring, so it's the Dring Smart Cane. Uh, it's a cane for the elderly, elderly that's designed to learn the user's habits and detect any unusual activity, such as falling over. It can then automatically alert uh, carers and family without any action from the user, and it can share their location over text or email. Right. That is a smart device. Makes sense. That is that is gadgets adding value and insight beyond something you could already do. So the Drink Smart came cool product. Uh, on the other side of the coin, though, we have the 42T Smart Cube. Tea aficionados would be able to tell you that black tea requires hotter water than green or white ones. This cube from 42T, which looks like a digital tea mag, can tell you that too. Select your tea on the 42T app, place the cube in hot water. The app will alert you when it's the right temperature to brew the selected tea. So this is an example of something where if you like drinking tea, take the time to read a book or go online and learn this yourself. Don't buy stuff to, that makes it easy for you not to learn. If you want to drink tea and drink the best cup of tea, read a book, go online, learn about this. Don't buy a gadget that forces you not to learn. Yeah, there are uh, a lot of tea-related gadgets out there as so well. Many. And I use them. I use a, a hot shot, which is it, it heats your tea, um, your water up in 60 seconds, and it's great. I could have just done that on the stove uh, with a pot and a yeah. pan, but no, I wanted the one cup hot shot. Um, and so I've already kind of started to go down this route a little bit, um, but no, I would absolutely draw the line at a cube that tells me if my tea is hot enough. And probably, like, it's going to be fine. You know, I mean, it's, it's like, of course, there are nuances with tea and coffee. I understand that. If you're a true user, this might be for you, but uh, chances are a cup of tea is a cup of tea. And if you really like a pure cup of tea, Guess what? Don't put a digital Bluetooth device in your hot water. Yeah, I'm not sure how Wi-Fi impacts uh, the steeping time of tea, but I'm guessing it probably does. Um, pretty much anything you put in, something that's heating up is going to imp impact it. So make sure you keep that in mind as well. Yeah. One more smart device, the Hydro First Shower Head. It's a smart shower head. It tells you if you're using too much water. That's it, it. That's the idea. It goes. Uh, it has an LED uh, LED lights that change color from green to blue to purple to red depending on how much water you've used. So if you want to shut your brain off in the shower and not realize how long you're going there, you can buy a smart shower head. Yeah, it will save you some money. You're showering too long. Everybody showers too long. We all know we do it. But sometimes it's really cold outside. You just want a hot shower. Yeah. We understand. But like you know, just keep that in mind. Yeah, and you don't need a flashing light. Uh, but that could be kind of a fun, like, shower accessory. I have a feeling that keeps you know? me in the shower longer yeah, if like there's really cool flashing lights. Like I don't get out until purple shower. comes on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, purple is like, all right, well, I'm Time I to go. get out. <laughs> uh, other stuff you always see at CES, virtual reality, and there's some wacky VR devices. One of them I saw, and I had to read more about it, virtual reality shoes. Uh, sounds like why will my feet need VR? But what virtual reality shoes do is it allows your feet to interact with what you see in virtual reality. So if you have your, your VR headset on, the shoes kind of connect to the headset so that if you're walking through this environment um, and you need to 
kick a bad guy or maybe you're playing virtual reality soccer it allows you to interact with those device with those items in the world right makes sense but uh we kind of have to have that virtual reality world first yeah before the virtual shoes come into play so you know keep your eye on that one but uh yeah we definitely have to do a little more infrastructure i think on the vr side before that becomes something you absolutely need and speaking of vr infrastructure that requires items uh something that a lot of people were excited about was the hollow cube which is a block of foam. Um, that is such a delightful CES thing. Only at CES can you get excited about a block of foam. But what this block of foam does is that uh, when you put on a VR headset, the, this block of foam is designed in a way that it takes on the form of things inside the virtual reality environment. So imagine if you're uh, Mario and you're working through this virtual reality, this block of foam all of a sudden turns into a coin and you can grab the coin and run with it. Uh, <laughs> Which led to, apparent, I'm sure, some very interesting scenes at CES. Exactly, <laughs> people just running around with this cone. But, <laughs> with virtual reality glasses and a giant and foam ball. And a giant ball. foam ball. But it takes on the form of things inside the VR mm, environment. Excellent. If VR wasn't enough for you and you actually needed to feel the stuff in your virtual re- reality environment, there's a foam cube for that (laughs) Uh, and that's that is to me some of the the wackiest stuff of course there's weird pet things um we had the cat's pad a smart pet assistant that's an automated bowl that distributes filtered water and food uh there was a smart dog collar that tells you your dog's moods um here's the thing like i don't want to sound like a like a parent but owning a pet is responsibility Make sure your dog's bowl has water in it. Make sure your cat is happy. You don't need technology to tell you some of this. And that is, it just worries me that we're developing stuff that takes responsibility away from us. Right, so with all of this in mind, today we're announcing that the Chicago Air team is launching its own Internet of Things, its own connected product. If you are tempted to buy a connected smart collar. If you are a t- if you are tempted to buy smart shorts, send us an email yeah. and say, "I don't know where I'm going. I will Google those directions for you and I will send them your way. I will I will make sure your dog gets walked. We will connect you to the answer." And, an- and another service is if you are if you have a phone on you and you're love but you want someone to tell you or you don't know if your oven is on or off, email me. I'll come over. I'll shake you a little bit and say, hey, figure it out yourself. And I'll, I'll do that free of charge. That's uh, that's the smart will is I'll come to where you are and just say, come on, man, figure this out. 